Kickstarter has a bevy of uh, RPG campaigns on it right now, and tonight we are going to take a look at them in a new segment that we're going to be calling Back, Track, or Pass. Uh, this is where we give our initial thoughts on these campaigns. Uh, we tend to try to keep things fairly positive. Uh, these are all kind of campaigns that have, have caught my eye. I might have been back some of them uh, before, uh, but going live. So, uh, yeah, stick around. We're doing back, back, track, or pass tonight on the Chaotic Goodcast, episode 143. <laughs> Hey everyone, welcome to the Chaotic Goodcast, our weekly geeky roundtable. I'm your host, Doug Shute, and with me are my fellow casters, Ben Higgins from Quarterstaff Games. I would definitely pass on anything I create for Kickstarter. It's probably not going to be good. <laughs> I, I thought, I th according to last episode, you said that we were going to kickstart the Doug's life tips. Yeah, and you shut me down. No, uh, so I, I mean, I don't think that's going to get funding. So, got 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 to got to kickstart good ideas. That's that's what we need. To do. Uh, oh, oh, oh! <laughs> also joining us is artist, illustrator, author of Age of Night. I made a call. Hello. And the one and only our geek of the north. Give it up. For Jason Hunt. Hello, everybody. Jason, how are things up in the cold, bitter north right now? Well, the geese are back, so we're getting ready to pour all that evil back into them and send them back to you guys at the end of the year. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. They have to go to their evil refueling stations. Yeah, it's really it's the only reason they come up here. We just Line up pump geese. the evil into them. Yep. Uh, I just want to remind folks that if you're listening to the audio podcast, you can join us every Monday night live uh, on YouTube, uh, Twitch, Facebook, but uh, yeah, you can join us every Monday night and be a part of the conversation and uh, part of the chat. Just how come we're not live streaming like, on TikTok, Doug? Uh, TikTok does not. I have. I do not have a thousand followers on TikTok to. Uh, oh, to, to get the so, feature yet, rookie so. numbers. So, gotta, so, yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. You know, the high school is only so large. So I, I, they don't have a hundred, a thousand kids. So I, I, I so you I don't have to, a thousand followers. Exactly, yet. exactly. I appreciate. Shout out to all the students that follow me on TikTok. Shout out to you. <laughs> Tonight we're gonna do a new segment that I uh, came up with called "Back Track or Pass." Uh, this is where we take a look at uh, Kickstarters. There's a lot of RPG Kickstarters going on right now. Uh, one Kickstarter that we'll just briefly mention before we go into like deep diving in some of these other campaigns is, of course, the Free League Blade Runner campaign. I felt it was not right for me to kind of put that in this part of a uh, part of the show because uh, it would be a little biased since I work for the company. But it is on Kickstarter right now. It's got a few days left. If you haven't already checked it out, check out the, the Blade Runner campaign. It's doing phenomenally well. We're excited to, to bring that to market. It's been uh, quite a few almost been a couple of years in the works now so uh That's yeah at 1.48 million dollars yeah yeah so which is like exciting. 77 million kroner or something <laughs> exactly exactly 
Um, yeah, so uh, we'll, we'll deep dive into some Kickstarter campaigns. I, I know I sent the links over to y'all uh, previously before we before we went uh, before we did this episode. Uh, I'm not sure how many of you all get to really kind of take a look at them in detail, but I'll kind of give some uh, rundowns on. Jason looks back and forth. If you're missing out on the audio podcast, you you, you sent links earlier. I, I I'm pretty sure. I no, maybe the, I didn't send links. I sent uh, some Kickstarter. Uh, there was a you know list. names. There was a there was a list. Not there links. was a list. Ah, yeah, there was a yeah. list. Yes. Fortunately, you included them in the description in the YouTube video, and I clicked them all. So now I, I have did, all these tiny yeah. little tabs all Everything over my screen. Everything that we're talking about is in the description below in the links. So feel free to click on them. <laughs> Um, there's some really cool my, stuff going on right my now. My tabs, uh, because they're so tiny, all they say is mutant blood die brindle new. Nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, Good. Links in the, the doobly do. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. All right, let's get to it. Uh, I'm excited. There's uh, some great stuff here. Um, uh, let's, let's, let's take a look at a, the newest Kickstarter from a, a nice company over in the UK called Rowan Rook and, and Descartes. Is it pronounced Descartes or Deckard? Deckard, Deckard, Descartes. Oh, okay. Deckard, I don't know. I, was, I don't know. I was just. I've never heard it pronounced before, so I was wondering. Uh, of course, it's 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 one of the one of the members of this uh, this uh, publishing company is is Grant Howitt, who we've had on the show previously. Grant is very very funny uh, gentleman, uh, and. Uh, He's put out a lot of RPGs. Uh, of course, this is the same company that put out Spire and Heart, which have won, you know, any excellent awards. Games, yes. Yeah, they're they're really excellent games. In fact, mm -hmm. I need to pick up a uh, uh, I want to pick up the limited edition Heart uh, RPG at some point. I've got I've got uh, Phil over at UK Games Expo uh, next week and hunting for one of those copies so I can get it uh, get it on my shelf. Because uh, and then this is Die. This is this is based on a. a a, a graphic novel or a comic that I have no idea. I have I'll be honest. I have never read this comic, but evidently it's about. It's kind of like Dungeons and Dragons, the cartoon, like like mm -hmm. that, where, where basically you're you're playing your RPG players, and then your real life becomes part of your RPG experience, and then you, this is you get like transported into like this. RPG world where like your real life kind of influences it. So like your mother and those of you who might be a little bit too young for the D and D cartoon, think Tron. <laughs> yeah, kinda. Yeah. Didn't Tron technically come out before the D and D cartoon though? No, I mean the new, new Tron. The new, new Tron. Not the yeah, not not the one with Box Lightner and uh, well, technically they do make they all make appearances, but <laughs> right or weird CG golems of them do yeah so so my uh one of my part-time employees uh avid avidly collected this comic series okay and she speaks super highly of it right. uh so i'm i'm definitely interested to see the implementation from that comic because she shared some of the comic stuff with me uh, and see where it actually goes into an actual role play game itself so this is so this this game has been in development for they said five years now mm-hmm and if you look, it's already got almost 4,000 backers, which is really great. And it's still got 17 days left to go. Uh, it's uh, just a little over 370,000, which is Which super means it cool. is 10 times its goal. 
yeah that's that's awesome um i so let's see here so here's the story you and your friends are dragged into a treacherous fantasy world made from your own fears doubts and desires there's only way one way to escape but with limitless adventure within your grasp do you even want to i call that going to work every day <laughs> <laughs> right right uh let's see here die is a tabletop role-playing game about fantasy versus reality and poses the question of why we play games at all it's a comic based upon it's occasionally uh the comic it's based upon is occasionally jokingly described as goth jumanji all right i can get the i can get get down with that Yep. Uh, Die the RPG is designed from the ground up to let a group of players make their own personal version of the comic. So that's another thing that I really like about the, this idea that like as you play this RPG, like you're actually creating canon for the comic, which I think is really kind of clever. This is one um, of those things where any any people who play a game like this or read a, read these comics are like. It's like when you watch a horror movie and you're just raging at the screen, like, oh my God, you goofball, what are you doing going into that room by yourself? You know, <laughs> this is the game for you to make the smart decisions, right? To not make those mistakes, to be like when you get sucked into this world, it's like, oh, hey, you know, we're being stalked by somebody at a camp. Maybe we don't split up, or maybe no one goes to the bathroom and Lord help anybody who tries to have sex. You know, we're just stopping all of that right now. You know, make all the correct decisions. <laughs> uh, Rodrigo says it reminds me of something not Jumanji. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's, uh, that's what I think they're going for. Um, so uh, die begins on Earth as players create flawed, unique, real-world personas who gather together to play a role-playing game. And then these obsessions are mined and externalized when their involuntary adventure into the world, uh, on their inv involuntary adventure into the world of die. So the other thing that I, I really like about this, this, the concept of this game is that technically your session doesn't, your, your campaign doesn't end unless everybody agrees that you're not going to be playing in that world anymore. So I think that's, that's kind of neat. Like, okay, it's still, still going on. Um, the art looks really good. I mean, I'm so guessing. Good. It looks so good. It's yeah. So beautiful. So I'm, I'm guessing that they're probably getting original art as well as maybe taking some art from some uh, ex the existing comics. I would say um, a lot of it's probably going to be original. Um, yeah. Well, if you have a built-in comic artist setup, I mean, yeah. you're just begging for original art. for your, from. It's going to be in the same vein as the comics, so why not? So, yeah. and, and actual, like, comic panels are very frequently not useful outside of a comic <laughs> they're, <laughs> they're way too contextual like on their own they they don't make any sense yeah so each of the six classes there are six classes in this game and each have an ownership of one of the die in the game and only the godbinder gets to touch the d12 the neo gets to touch the d10 and so on so each is the heart of their class's ability so that kind of gives me a little bit of uh mazes feel is that isn't that right, uh, Ben? Where, where sort each, of. each class kind of gives it has its own die that it. Yeah, has. you're you're each gonna have your own thing. You're gonna not roll anything other than that, um, at least in mazes. In this, I, I I don't know if there's if you roll additional dice in than other your signature uh, polyhedral, but maybe it's collaborative. Like you you get to roll mm -hmm. the, a pool based on how many people are joining you in the endeavor. I don't know. It's a neat mechanic, though. 
Yeah, so the the rules and guidance are on playing short, punchy campaigns, uh, long campaigns with political maneuvering and advanced character progression, and simple convention-ready one-shots. So it's got, like, it looks like it supports all sorts of different types of play. Uh, it's designed by from scratch by the creator of the comic, so that's good that the, the creator has some sort of... Uh, yeah had some sort of creative input on this uh, on this RPG. And then, of course, they they collaborated with Rowan Walker Descartes. Um, and then, like I, I like said... I like that you can just decide when you're done, too. That's kind of cool. Yeah, so yeah. You I don't have that funny. burnout aspect that tends to kill a lot of game groups, you know, where it's like, ah, mm-hmm. we've been in this fantasy world for, oh, my God, how long? Let's just be done here. Mm-hmm. Next week, let's do something different. And you can still even keep your characters, technically, I guess. Yeah. And just say, hey, we're gonna be a steampunk next time or future sci-fi or you know i like that idea yeah. uh and then like i said plus every single game played with die is canon to the comic this is quite literally your chance to be part of die's universe so it's it's a so they do have a a beta version of the game uh on the official web, die website which i have not uh, downloaded. I'll be honest with you. I have not taken a look at that. Uh, I actually been in the middle of reading another uh, quick start that uh, is one of the another campaign that we'll be talking about here in a little bit. Um, but it looks like it's got a lot of uh, endorsements, a lot of testimonials. So that's good. Uh, it's definitely cracked a lot of stretch goals. Um, looks like they've got some extra character classes that uh, they'll be using, and then. Uh, looks like the, of course, the book itself is, is going to be a 300 page, uh, us letter hardback. Uh, so yeah, I, I, what the heck does that mean? What, what? is a us letter? Us letter. You know what a us letter is? Is that like eight and a half by 11? Yeah. Isn't it? Oh, I don't know. That's what we call no. letter size. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. That's what we call us. That's what we call us letter here in the States. I don't know. Cause we, we claim it as our own. Well, there's sure. letter, then there's legal and yeah. There's a bunch of different formats for for paper and I just in, never heard it US. described as US letter. Uh Jason says it gives me heavy sliders vibes, actually. Yeah, yeah, it kind the of the TV series. Yep, yeah. There's lots of times when they would be stuck in a world for two, three episodes, and then hey, we figured out how to get out. So boom, next time or quantum leap, even if you're that old. <laughs> yep. <laughs> which they're rebooting, which terrifies me. Yeah, I don't no. know how well that's gonna be. Um the, the the cover looks really good. Like this is one of those games that uh, look at and this look at this deluxe version. I love like that, the uh, I, really I love sweet. the triangular motif that this has. And if you if you look at it, it's actually a D twenty that's been broken out and made flat. Ah, and that's so cool. I love yeah. that. I love that little little tie in. Yep. Mm-hmm. And it's in uh, like all of all of the promotional illustrations as a design yeah. element. It's in all of them. It's really great. And you know, yeah, it's all, be... all the pictures were doing that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think, I think it's all embossed and like, I like the spine actually. Inlays. Yeah. I like I that. That, that would look really sharp. cool sitting on your shelf. This, I, if it's anything like the heart limited edition book, like this is going to be like a really, really nice looking book. Um, and I'll tell you what what I did here in just a second, or what I'm going to do here in just a second. But yeah, oh yeah, so it's, it's bound in cloth, uh, book cloth, foil, printed, has embossing and debossing on those iconic triangles. 
It also comes with a slip a slip cover that they don't have mock-ups for. The GM screen, I don't know. What do you guys think of that GM screen? No. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> it's a GM screen. I would yeah. say no. How how often does one actually look at the art on the back of the GM screen when you're well, playing? Like, I, I honestly don't care what the okay, art okay. on it is. I, I, I have a funny story about the art on a GM <laughs> screen, actually, because this was just one of these things that drove me nuts, was that it was for uh, Rogue Trader, I think. I can't remember whether it was Rogue Trader or Dark Heresy, but it was one of those. I want to say it was Rogue Trader because we played that game a really long time. But the the art on the... I was a player, so I was on the art side of the GM screen. And there was one image on the GM screen where, like, 40k art is always, like, really super over-rendered and very, like, like very detailed and very, like, beyond realistic. And then there was this, like, one... So you have, like, the, one, the big character who's all, like, fancy and super rendered and has all the little bits and bobs in the foreground and is all nice and sharp. And in the background, you have, like, oh, the, the smoke and debris of the battle, right? That's kind of faded off the background. But the artist had, like, done a really quick little like scribble for where one <laughs> element was and you could see every brush stroke and where the brush strokes overlapped and it drove me nuts <laughs> for like the year that we played that game i would just be looking at that one little detail be like you just needed another pass it just looks so bad <laughs> You wouldn't happen That's... to be an artist by any stretch, are you, yeah. Amanda? It's, it's <laughs> almost like Amanda might know the subject matter there. Vanderbeek says, what is the height of the GM screen? That I don't know. I it looks kind of small. Yeah, I would assume That's... it's probably six inches, seven inches, maybe? I don't like using GM screens at all myself in general because I, I hate having to peek over top of everything to look at people. But I like the trend now to the smaller size screen. So it's more of a, mm -hmm. it's an art piece with with a few quick tables on it. And basically it's not really in the way. Yeah. But I don't like GM screens in, in general. So, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I don't know if that, that that's something you, you kind of would probably want to ask maybe on the Kickstarter campaign if you back it. Yeah, they um, don't have any dimensions or, yeah. or any technical specs, if you will. Um, and then it looks like they've got some like die dice, uh, which I are made by Level Up. <laughs> yeah, Level Up. That dice. sounds weird when you say it like that. <laughs> um, they've got this really nice like Onyx D twenty and some like iridescent like uh, what do you want to call those? What what are those uh, polyhedrals where they're like clear but kind of like have some sort of iridescent? There is a name for that style, but I don't know what it is yeah. off the top of my head. Um, and then and just then a generic got, D6. Then you got a generic <laughs> D6, which was which is, I guess, for the fool. I guess there's a, a fool character class. I think it I might be know. for the dice pool because they mentioned in the in the rules concepting that it, it was ba based on a D6 dice pool gotcha. in addition to the the dice you get for your class. Uh, and then they've got some resin dice and again some dice boxes. Fancy and, box? Yeah. And and so you know it's it's got some really cool stuff to it. Um which, you know, you can always back for all the swag and everything. So for, so the, of course, this is all in pounds. So you can get the... There's, a, there's an estimation of US yeah, dollars Yeah, it's just hard it. because the, the, the pound right now 
fluctuates because I looked at it the other day and I back and I was gonna back it and it was like twenty four bucks and now it's twenty six. So it's twenty pounds. So regard so whenever you do the the uh, the, the the pledge manager, this is gonna run you around mid twenties more than likely for the PDF, um, which is a three hundred page PDF. Uh, so you that's get, not a bad uh, deal. No, mm-hmm. it's not. No, no, not horribly bad. Uh, it's actually a pretty good, pretty it's a pretty solid offering. Uh, for $51 US or 40 pounds, uh, you get the beautiful hardcover edition. So that's like the standard edition. Uh, and then you also get the PDF on that. Uh, so 51, of course, all of these prices are going to be plus shipping. And of course, they'll, they'll charge that in the, in the pledge manager. So just keep that in mind. Um, if you want the book, Resin Dice and GM Screen, it's $82 US or 65 pounds. Um, and on the estimated delivery date is November 2022. So that's a little... That might I would, be... Uh, yeah, it's that, optimistic. That, <laughs> I, I hope that they can they can deliver on that. But, you know, it, we all know how things are right now. It's, for one, hundred, of those, it's one of those things, too, that you said that they've been working on this project for years already. So, like, yeah. if it's ready to just hit print, like... Yeah, it could you know, be. November's, November's yeah. pushing it, but it's, it's possible. Sure, sure. Their printer is also based in the UK. Left. They're not yeah. based at, or yeah. not in the UK. They're they're based in Europe. Europe. So the EU yeah. is what I meant to and, say. And, and I'll be uh, honest with so you. So yeah, they, they don't have to deal with the Pacific shipping routes, mm-hmm. which uh, are the ones that are really, really, really screwed up. Vanderbeek says, have they fulfilled a Kickstarter before? Yes, they've actually fulfilled quite a few different Kickstarters. Nine created according to their profile. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I think that this is actually, it was Grant Howitt's a, a Kickstarter account. And then once he kind of created this Rowan Rook and Descard uh, company, that's what the, what they've, uh, so they've used it for Spire and for Heart. And so, yeah, they, they've got a track record of delivering and they've got a track record of delivering really good quality products. Um, so yeah, 126, you can get the deluxe book, resin dice and GM screen, which that actually isn't all that bad, to be honest with you. If they're charging for a hundred bucks for just the the deluxe edition of the book, yeah, price wise, that's not too shabby. Honestly. That's actually a really good deal. Did you get the, the only thing that worries me about Kickstarters like that is the more um, when you when you do stretch goals that are physical items, that's usually where you tend to blow your timelines. Yeah, because then you've got to get those prototyped and printed and examples sent, and you're relying on multiple factories to do things. That's usually. So here's Slow this down. is the other one that says uh, Grandmaster Pe- Pledge, which is three hundred forty-five dollars or two hundred and seventy-five pounds. Um, you get the Obsidian and Glass dice set. That's the one we were looking at earlier, and the uh, those are the ones the you never want to use because yeah, you'll break them. Exactly. Oh, and you get some art cards. I'm surprised with the popularity of this this art this comic. They don't have any uh, like signed tiers. Although there again, you get you, you get tied up in having to get products sent to yep. people, and then you know signed and then returned, and having yeah, arrive in good yeah, condition. So and that's that's it. probably a smart idea to not yeah. not offer those. So yeah, I'm sure they might be willing to do it at cons. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. It'll be, and, and I'm sure they'll have this offering, you know, offered as well as their comics when they do when they do shows. So uh, going forward, uh, and yeah, I. Uh, I'm a big fan of, of uh, this company, and this looks like a big success for them. Um, what, 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 what would you guys give this? A back, a track, or a pass? It's not something my group would play, so I would, tr- I would say track for now. 
if it was um if i could sell my group on stuff like kids on bikes and stuff like that i would definitely pick it up sure ben how about you as, as a retailer getting your retailer perspective what uh, what would you do with this with this kickstarter well uh, i don't see I a have, retailer pledge by the way so. i have to track it because there isn't a retailer pledge sure. so um but uh this is definitely one that uh, i made sure my my part-timer saw and i highly encouraged her to back it so that i can at least see the stuff because i'm sure i'm going to be opportunistic in that way because it does everything here is is tickling my wanna back it uh but like uh like jason i just don't have the group for it and this is sure. definitely a higher investment uh rpg so it wouldn't be a back just to just to have it but uh i could definitely see you know backing it like 10 bucks just to help bring it to fruition yeah sure uh, Amanda, what about you? What what uh, what are you looking at? Uh, if, so you had uh, on uh, unlimited funds, and and you could and you could, you know, you could willy nilly just back. Say that I didn't have want. to fuel up a minivan at four sixty a gallon. <laughs> right, right. Uh, <laughs> then yeah, I would back this. I think this is a a really cool project. I like the concept. I like the aesthetic and. I really enjoy everything that has been put out by this team. So yep. I, I have no downsides here from what I'm seeing. I am going to back this. But <laughs> right now, do it. But your I'm going to back finger? it right now. I'm going to back it right now <laughs> as we're as we're doing the show. Uh, but and I'm I might be kicking myself later. <laughs> I am just going to back it at the PDF level. Okay. I did this with heart. You know what's going to happen is this is going to wind down and Doug's going to be like, oh, man, I got to have the goodies at the last minute. <laughs> I, I, I did the same thing with Hart. I backed it at the PDF level. Finally got Hart. Loved it. Um, of course, it went on to win a whole bunch of Ennies. And, um, and the I think I just PDF'd Hart. I, do I don't think the, I did oh, get physical. Did you get the physical or did you just get PDF? No, I'm just looking at my shelf. I did not. Okay. Yeah. I I withstood. I, 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 I <laughs> I specifically held off on backing this until uh, until this this uh, the show. Um, yeah, I'm backing it as a as a PDF level. I think it's a cool idea, cool concept. It's not not really something that we see with the RPG market. I love when companies do something new, something fresh. I'm a big fan of what uh, this company does. Uh, they put out quality products. So while I might regret it later on, once I see the final limited edition book, I'm going to just back it at the PDF level. Just to kind of get it. Oh, but but what is? I'm trying to is, see if my my camera will no. see it. I, I got the notification. Oh, oh, there we go. Victory it, Condition yeah. Gaming yeah. did did back it. There's I, the proof. Check it out. <laughs> Victory Condition Gaming did back. So he's not he's not just talking. He's not he's just talking. No, I, I usually try to put I, I put my money <laughs> where my mouth is. If, if if it's a game that I'm excited about and I feature this on the show, I, I usually give it some sort of monetary, uh, you know support i'll get the email shortly myself as well probably will, probably will. <laughs> all right let's move on to our next back track or pass next one is a game that i saw quite a bit of advertising for before the campaign and i thought wow that's a pretty interesting setting this is Bloodpunk, a Victorian setting 
and Dark Adventure for 5e. Now I did not I did not notice that it was a 5e setting and adventure until uh-huh. after the campaign launched and I looked at the at the Kickstarter and I'm like, "Oh, it's 5e." This Doug does not care for 5e very much. <laughs> not a big 5e player. Um I will say that this looks really cool. It is uh let's just go right down here. Um all that the back the PDF pledged here or above will get a blood punk uh, light edition, which includes 50 creatures and all maps for roll 20 for free. So they're going to kind of give you something for roll 20, which is neat. Um, I guess if you back it at the PDF level, uh, if you play roll, a, roll 20, <laughs> uh, it's a dark, dark setting bound to give more detail to your nightmares and a compelling first to seventh level adventure with savage rules, spine chilling monsters and well-designed and lavishly illustrated items. The Blood Punk Kickstarter has everything a bloody, thrilling campaign needs. Okay. So, basically, it's you're using blood to, like, power your weapons and traits and stuff? And Hey, hey, you're using blood and angst. And angst. Yes. Okay. All right. <laughs> hey. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> All of Amanda's serious is somewhere behind the screen now. <laughs> I was trying to read this and I'm trying not to like laugh over you talking. It's Yeah. I mean, Blood Punk is a new and unique way of re- reimagining a punk setting with many similarities to others of its kind, such as steampunk, cyberpunk, punk, diesel punk. As blood powers technology to the background of an unusual combination of Victorian and Art Deco aesthetic. Um, the art looks really good. It does. It does. I mean, I I feel like I would be able to, I can't get over the fact that it is, it is called blood punk and the, and, and contains sentences like, uh, the, the blood goes through, oh, oh, oh. Blood engines, blood engines, power trains, zeppelins, radios, blood work, weapons, boats, and factories. I'm like, what? What? I feel like we spilled our grimdark into your steampunk. Yes, Van. I feel like exactly what it says. Yeah. I feel like I actually would be fine with this conceptually if they had just changed the names of things. I feel like everything being blood this and blood that, and the crystal, the magical crystals literally being called angst. I feel like there's just kind of a cringe factor that's difficult to get over for a lot of people. It can't just be me. (laughs) Yeah. It is not just you. (laughs) Like, I. I, I, I like it's it's some interesting ideas. I think especially like so so like this whole thing. The people are forced to live under the tyrannical rule of one of the two cities, Canrath or Cyher. I don't know how to say that. Just to find a modicum of peace, as they are literally drained to power the war machines of the dictatorial ruling class, the vampires and the sorcerers. Like conceptually, that's very rich ground. To be from people year ago, obviously we're yeah. that, that's the, so like conceptually we're taking the whole like thing of vampires as like social class struggles thing to like a, a nice like extrapolation. I think this is a really neat concept. It's just that the branding around it, yeah, 
it just makes me go like, no, no, I can't take you seriously. <laughs> I just want everything to be renamed. Just rename everything. It, it, so it's kickstarting a couple books, um, some maps, and of course, it, it's basically just adding more stuff to your five E. And look at look at this. You've got a bloodhound, which looks it's, like it's a five E hack. That's all. It just yeah. it's designed to take take the core settings of five E, lob them out the window, attach this, and play is what they want you to do. Right, right. I think that bloodhound looks like it's going to make a mess on your carpet. Oh, absolutely. He's very drippy. Absolutely. He's very he's very drippy. Angst and bloodwork weapons. Use the use of the angst crystal and blood as foreseen some of the greatest innovations in all of Tolia's history. I can't. I can't. See, my problem with this game is that I played Bloodborne. <laughs> sure. Sure. So much of this stylistically and thematically yep is lifted directly from things like Bloodborne that have come before it that did it way better. This is just, you, they slapped blood on everything and called it a game, and that's not okay. It looks like they've done a lot of work. They've invested a they lot have, of money in art, and I appreciate that. It's very nice production values. This needed a couple of more iterations to tone down the blood this, blood that, blood this. You know, it's like like when we were it's playing, when we did a cyber... When it's we did our cyberpunk actual play, and we were like cyber uber, you know, that's <laughs> we were being uber. campy on purpose. This, <laughs> this took camp and cranked it up to thirteen. And I hope I'm I'm hoping they did it on purpose because that's the way it comes across. So with with this, uh, you can get for twenty dollars, you can get one of the two books for PDF because this is all in 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 US. Oh no, it's not in US dollars. It was actually in. It's also in pounds. All British pounds. Also in sterling. So, but but they do have a U.S. dollars conversion, which is which is pretty pretty close. Uh, depending, like I said, depends on the the, uh, the day for the conversion rate. For twenty dollars, you can get one of the the two books uh, in PDF print. Uh, I I don't know why you would want to just get one or the other. I think you would probably want to get both. And for that, you would get uh, for thirty dollars, you get uh, you can get the digital. Uh, the digital version for a virtual tabletop for roll 20 foundry or shard i've never heard of shard tabletop yeah it's shard is new is, yeah. is it new Oops. okay yeah it's another virtual tabletop so here's here's one where, where for 30 dollars you can get both uh books which seems like a good deal you're getting 15 50 a piece you're getting both books um and then you can get both books for 50 dollars for virtual tabletop i'm glad they've get... already included that in the in the development a lot of them put it on as an add-on, and I don't think that's a good idea anymore. You need right. to plan for VTT. Yeah. So they have a hardcover. Oh, so you can get... Oh, so for $50, you can get one or the other of the books. That's pricey. That seems well, a little pricey. I guess pricey. not really when you consider a D&D hardback. It's not. That's it just, true. It just, that's, true. that's how much game hardcovers are these days. Yeah. That, yeah. It's, yeah. it's a weird way to market it, though. Like Most... stick a fifty dollars sign on it and say one or the other. Like, just show me yeah. both and tell me it's a hundred bucks. I mean, yeah. mo most role play books now are starting to push sixty bucks for a yeah. full um, eight eight and a half by eleven kind of uh, layout. They're they're getting you, up you there. Mean, you mean U.S. letter? Yes, U.S. letter. <laughs> I do like the fact that they kind of went away from 
like the whole D and D font and everything, and kind of gave it its own. Its that own is look. nice that they gave it its own brand yeah. and its own look. Yeah. I wish the O didn't look so ridiculous, though. <laughs> it looks like eyes. It's like looking. Yeah, like... yeah, it's weird. <laughs> um, so you for for a hundred dollars, you get the, a slipcase collection. That's a good everything. deal. Yeah, it actually is, and that's one of the reasons why I brought this up. Because for f people that are five E players, I think this is actually a really, really decent offering. Um, whether or not it's something that you know our, our immediate, you know, community or, or any of us will, will uh, find, uh, you know, appealing. That's that's another thing. But I, I do think that you know it's the right price point, and there's a lot of a lot of value there. Um, you get a, a slipcase of uh, both books, GM screen, map. Um, you get the Roll20 uh, virtual tabletops or as a throw-in. Those are a gift, yeah, that, which yeah. is kind of nice, honestly. That's that's actually a really, really decent offering. And like I said, if, if this is a, a setting that is appealing to you and you're a 5e player, this is something that you, you might want to take a look at. Um, and then for one, What does the DRS collection stand for? I, I have no idea. I don't see what the difference is between the two, the Blood Punk collection and the DRS collection. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna take a look and see if I can see it on the. Why the is it DRS? Level. That's my question. Like, what does that mean? DRS bundle. Uh, let's see. <laughs> they don't even explain it there. <laughs> they really don't. How weird. The um the the Blood it, Punk collection is only um uh. You get a couple extra hardcovers, it looks like. You get the Silvid hardcover uh, in the DRS bundle, the Silver, uh, the Silvland campaign setting PDF, the Freya's Tears hardcover. So there's two extra books that I uh, think they just didn't get in the image. It, yeah. Oh, if you scroll down a little further, there's a plus. Oh, there we go. There you go. Oh, okay. Gotcha. There's the rest. There's That's the a lot of content. But like, what does DRS stand for? It's the name of the publishing company. Uh, oh. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, and then they've 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 uh, you know they've smashed some some funding goals. They've got uh, an original soundtrack that they unlocked. They've got more art. They've got a cloth map as an add-on, which uh, they're kind of cool. But like that's not really something that I'm. Um, I think whenever I love you do cloth maps, but I'm not paying extra for a cloth map. Yeah, it's one of those things where you know if you're creating a line, unless it's already established, like it's just extra work for you. Um, this would be something that, like, if you were doing a follow-up campaign, then maybe that would be something that you know you'd see how how well your your audience does to this uh, or your community does in response to this specific product and then maybe add on a cloth map and the follow-up too but that's just that that would be my preference but you know if that's they've already got it worked in your mileage awesome. may vary yeah <laughs> um chapter arts more archetypes more uh, they've got more spells it looks like they've put a lot of work into it it's just i'm surprised that no one in their design process said good god guys we mentioned blood a lot <laughs> well i mean it's blood punk what else it's are you gonna... blood punk everything yeah. is blood but in steampunk um, you don't hear steam every 13 seconds <laughs> yeah oh, good question is a soundtrack a pro for you all is that Not a really? perk that we care about 
I've, I've seen it used to about. great effect. Like I use them in Foundry when I'm when I'm uh, putting maps together in Foundry. I have um, room audios that I play as background audio, but it's usually ambient noise more so than you know like a than a score. Like if there's torchlight yeah. going on, I'll have crackling torches. Mm. If there's a, if you're in a tavern, mm-hmm. I'll have like a background murmury crowd noise. But it's not usually you know like dump dump da 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 dump 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 da da dump stuff like that. Right. This is no slight to the, the musicians and the people, the artists that, that make these soundtracks. I, I, you're very talented and you're way more talented than, than I am. But no, I, I never like people. I've backed a lot of Kickstarter campaigns that have uh, soundtracks for RPGs. I don't think I've ever downloaded them like or, or listened to them. I, I, I But maybe it's just because I'm an old grumpy dude and, and that's, I... that's what I do. I wouldn't probably use it for my actual games because my games are either done online wherein we have enough crap uh, vying <laughs> for enough our going attention. On, yeah, <laughs> yeah <laughs> there's enough vying for our attention as it is. Or they're like in a house with small children. And again, enough vying for my attention. Or I'm at a convention where if I bring mm-hmm. like Bluetooth speakers and start playing music, <laughs> I am an a-hole. That is just not a good thing to do. Everyone inside a 50-foot radius is staring at you saying really? Don't be that guy. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But I will say that I like that type of ambient instrumental Mm -hmm. type music. Mm -hmm. I like working to it a lot. So even if Mm -hmm. I don't use it for the game, it's like, oh, cool. New ambient tracks. (laughs) Yeah. I, I, I'm i going to go out on a limb and say a soundtrack is actually a little bit more of a draw for me now. And it would not have been uh, five, ten years ago. But with the advent of, you know, very portable things where I can yeah. download the soundtrack to yeah. um, and I could just have it kind of playing in the side and easily change if I need to between tracks. Um, it's it, it's the boss music with... starts and, and your party's just like, oh no, <laughs> right? Uh, Oops, I, I'd be much, much more willing to to experiment with it. Um, is it gonna make or break a pledge for me? No, but yeah. if it's included as an add on, I'm gonna check it out. Yeah, there's a comment here that says, uh, if they want to throw it in, fine, but as a goal, I could care less. Uh, that's kind of what how I am as well. If it's if it's one of the stretch goals. Great, cool. I hope we catch. I hope we get it, and that's awesome. But like, it doesn't really get. Sometimes, me what I will do um, is a lot of the time when they include a musical track set, uh, it'll be the music that inspired the creation of the game, and then I'm interested in listening yeah. to that. I want to know what these guys were listening to in the weeks, months, years that they were putting this game together and what what really was their inspirational musical tracks because sometimes it actually will inform how I utilize the game's material. Mm. Like if there's some really like upbeat, really hammer and score going on to the to like a big part of how the game was designed, I'm gonna be like, okay, that's the kind of um emotion or momentum I'm trying to convey with how I, I'm DMing it. So it's useful well. to that, but I'm not, I don't have a dedicated game room where I can have, you know, like, you know, under the table speakers, like, like some rich right. folks do, right. you know, which I mean, I would totally do that in a heartbeat if I had that kind of cash. I'm not going to lie. All immersive nerd. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. All right. Actually, the, 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 the 
original soundtrack is just the Blade soundtrack. That's all they're going to send. They're just going to send you the soundtrack of the Blade movie. <laughs> that's, that's, that's yep. The pirated copy of the Blade soundtrack. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So, Blood Punk, a Victorian... A Victorian dark adventure for 5e. Uh, let's get our back track or pass. Jason, I'll let you go first. Uh, is this a back track or pass? Oh, it's a pass. I've seen this done way better by other things. Like, there's no content in this that I'm like, wow, that's really cool. I need to read that and then add it to something that I'm already doing. Sure, sure. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to go to Amanda because I think I already know the answer. Amanda, what, what is your... <laughs> What, what is your back pack uh, back track or pass back, back. <laughs> i'm gonna pass on this one yeah it's all good it's all good. it's a no for me dog it's a no for me dog <laughs> no from me dog ben what about you blood uh so I, i've got a small caveat here yeah. but i'm gonna back it you should really? see just i'm gonna back it at the pdf level to get the the virtual tabletop freebies because I think the the maps in this game are mm. going to be ridiculously good, and I think you will be able to repurpose them for other sure. games and use them in more than just this little adventure. And I think because this is a five E yeah. hack, you'll be able to use the adventure and the outline of the adventure um, for almost anything. You can ignore all the blood stuff, you can ignore all the mm. angst, and you could use these kind of Victorian Art Deco inspirations in yeah. in in your own campaign yeah. so i think this is a back at the pdf level okay that's actually a that's a good point actually i'm i'm always big on gathering up more maps for my vtts so i hate to just give this a pass because i don't like to just feature content and just be like no we're gonna pass this i'm going to say kind of what what ben said a little bit i'm gonna tweak it a little bit for me, it's a pass. For me personally, it's a pass because I'm not a big 5e player. I think if you're a 5e player, like Ben said, there's some content here that I think would be a lot of fun that you could implement in your 5e games, that you could use for other things. So at that point, maybe even just bagging at the PDF level might be worth it. I mean, you're getting two books for like $15 each and some digital tools to, to use in other things i've paid a lot of money value, for vtt stuff so yeah yeah I, I i think the value is there for me personally no nah, i i probably wouldn't i would not play it as yeah i would never play it as listed but yeah ben's idea but, for the vtt stuff is is probably not a bad deal I think that there is a lot. I think there is a large, as we see by the by the backers in this, there are a lot of people out there that find value in this, and that's great. And mm -hmm. and I think that if you are one of them, back it. Even uh, you know, like I said, that hundred dollar pledge looks really good. Um, I think there's a lot of value there. I think the the digital the digital option, uh, the PDF is a is a good good uh, way to go too. So I'm going to give it a pass, but with a little asterisk that says if you're a five E pay. 5e player maybe track it or back it a little bit and, and uh, use that the content for other things all right let's move on to a campaign that i've mentioned on our discord quite a bit and this is uh, something that i think might interest a lot of folks 
This is a product by Two Little Mice. It's called Household. Two, two Little Mice? Yeah, Two Little Mice, which is now the publishing arm, the RPG publishing arm of, come on, Simon, cool mini or not, whatever you want to call them. Come on. Super. Um, this Come is of course, on. this is the, the these are the same folks that uh, that that well, this isn't the same folks that, that did uh, Zombicide Chronicles, but Come On or Simon did put out Zombicide Chronicles, which we featured Just on the show. Just pick one, Doug. I, commit. I, 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 Come on, <laughs> Just commit. On. That's, that's what we're going to commit to being wrong, even. Just Come commit. Come on. Um, this is is doing it's a hundred uh, a thousand eighty uh, eight hundred and forty four backers, uh, two hundred and twelve. Thousand uh, dollars as of right now, with eight days left to go as of as of this broadcast. Um, this is the same publishing company that put out a, a an, an award winning RPG called Broken Compass, which has gain is gaining more and more fans as the months go on. I keep hearing more and more about Broken Compass online and at conventions. People are looking for copies of Broken Compass, and evidently this is sold out. They are going back and reprinting a whole another uh, uh, printing uh, edition of it, uh, another printing of it, and you can get the the uh, the Broken Compass PDF on Drive Through RPG. This is a game that is originally an, an, an Italian uh, RPG that is also award winning, and basically it gives me a lot of vibes from an 80s cartoon that i grew up with called the littles where basically you're like these little tiny creatures in the walls that kind of look like mice but they're not really mice they're like humanoid but have some sort of mice features but yeah they live in the walls and they're only they call it high. anthropomorphic that's what they call yeah, it yeah <laughs> but you play as like this these little creatures in the wall of an abandoned house and it's got some fantasy aspects to it um i am really digging this i i think the art looks amazing um i love the character classes that they have for the, for for this for this game i i'm reading about the mechanics of this game which is pretty neat uh, it's a d6 dice pool system but instead of rolling for like a high number you're actually rolling for pairs. So the more pairs of the, the like three of a kind, four of a kind that you that you roll, like the better your results. So you're not just looking for like sixes or, or anything. It's like it's like Yahtzee style. It is kind of mm. like Yahtzee, um, which is is really kind of neat. Uh, there's they. Not, I'm not trying to like knock this. I'm just trying to make it approachable for people to understand what I'm talking about. Sure, sure. <laughs> Um, they've smashed a whole bunch of, of stretch goals. Uh, you get a whole bunch of both physical and digital. They've added a whole bunch of content to, to the base game, uh, for the, for the books. It, they've even unlocked some miniatures. Of course, it wouldn't be a come on, uh, project <laughs> without miniatures. So, uh, they've got some really cool, and they're not miniatures. They actually call them figures because they're, they're life size. They're life size. They're life size. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think is, is, is really funny That's and really cute. clever. That's and, cute. I will give them that. Uh, yeah, so uh, Rodrigo says, uh, Rodrigo says, I just read the quick start rules. You play as a littling, a uh, kind of fairy folk. Yes, that's exactly what... Uh, what this is, mean. yeah, this is very much like the littles meets changeling. 
Yeah. And yeah. I hate the fact I love it so much. Right? <laughs> like, I, I looked at this. I, I could, This is another one that I saw a lot of advertising leading up to this. And I'm like, mm, eh, I don't know. But man, the more I read about it, the more I and I download the quick start, I'm like, God damn it, I love this. I love everything about this. And I think it's going to be a huge hit for uh, Two Little Mice and 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 Come On. Um, you can play as a, uh, as a fairy. And I love how each of the classes have like a specific part, region of the house that they're in charge of. So like the fairies are in charge of, um, what is it? The, the, the dining hall. So the, that's, that's the region that they're all in charge of. And then you've got Bogarts, which are uh, in charge of the, the living room. So they, they built the hearth. So basically their capital is the hearth and like they have to like keep it, keep the house warm. And so like, they're all about that. And you've got the slaw, slaw, which are like, they are the outside faction. They're the last faction to come into the house. They're very, uh, they're like kind of more insect like, um, and they're, they're in charge of the basement so that's what they're they're uh, they, they rule over the basement, and then you can also play as a sprite, which uh, basically they're part of like an air, water, fire, and you know some sort of aspect of that. And then they're in charge of the upstairs, so their bedroom. So their like domain capital is like the bed. So they talk about like this big sprawling like metropolis, and it's actually you find out it's just the bed that that's where they're they're <laughs> and, and like one of them has like a, a, a city and it's you find out it's the bathtub so <laughs> i love i love that aspect of things uh i love the fact that you know you, you the kind of the same way that i love mouse guard the are the reasons why i like this where like everyday rodents and everything are like the, your major adversaries i just think that's kind of neat um of course favored by fortune system uh, you're trying to roll for matches. You've got six-sided dice. Uh, the way the dice are, um, there's four suits from the deck of cards, and then there's a joker symbol on one of the side, which is like the six, um, and then the uh, one side is blank, and you're rolling for matches. The six joker side is like the wild card, so you can match it with any of the symbol with any of the suits. Um, so I like the fact that they've made this kind of proprietary dice, but also easy enough to just kind of port over to using just no standard D sixes. Um, I like that a lot, to be honest with you. Um, you've got four little folks, six professions and three voca 30 vocations. So it looks like there's quite a different, uh, quite, quite, quite a bit of uh, variety that you can get with, uh, with this game. Um, the character sheet looks decent. I think it looks, it looks good. Um, uh, and then, like, like I said, you can download the quick start rules. Uh, I will tell you it's like 94 pages. I've only read up to like 60 something. Um, kind of holding off on reading the adventure because I kind of want it. Uh, I kind of want to run it at some point. I'd love to see it uh, on the show. And if you'd be interested in seeing this run on the show, hit that like button down below and uh, maybe, or just let us know in the comments. Um, Volume one is three, hardcover, 300 pages, letter format, U.S. letter format, Jason, U.S. letter <laughs> format. 
Um, and uh, it's the core rule book. And then they've got a 200 page hardcover, which is the saga of fragile peace. It kind of gives you uh, some quests and some adventures and some, an epic saga. And then a guide for living inside the house, which is again, another 200 pages. Uh, so you get three books. That's like over 700 pages of content. Super cool. You got a narrator screen, which I actually like the narrator screen on this one because it kind of gives you that whole kind of sells the whole vibe on this, I think, um, in the setting. So I think that's that I really like that. Uh, you've got some map, uh, some maps. And I think let me see here. I love how like the map is just like a map of like a, lo a room, even though it's, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, it's, it's a big map, only it's just a map of a room. I, I really, and this is what sold me uh, quite a bit, is this deluxe bookcase with a magnetic closure. So you can put all of your, put your, your books, so your narrator fancy. screen, and the map all in one. It's sort of exclusive, so that's oh, all man. swanky. That's, yeah. uh, that's, that's the, the, the only problem I have with this is it's a, it, 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 it's a come on kickstarter so so much of the stuff you need to get now or you'll never get well um, i mean so the, the only thing you're not gonna so the the only thing you're gonna kind of miss out on are some of the minis which to be honest with you the minis aren't all that needed for for this um it's not like it's not like a, an rp it's not like a board game where you're going to only get exclusive characters that are only going to be able to play, and you're feeling like you're missing out on half the game because you're only you're not getting that that Kickstarter material. Um, this is just a case, and so I, I feel like I, I agree with with that statement to to some degree, Ben. But I also feel like it's not quite as bad with these with this RPG campaign compared to what they do with their board games. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong. I, I, you feel free. The to... thing with this one though is that exclusive slipcover bookcase with a magnetic closure. Yeah. I don't know. That would sell me on this game if I ran into it in a store more than just a box. If I saw that sitting on a shelf in a store, I would be like, whoa, I got to know what that is. Well, I see another box. It's just another box. And maybe, maybe they do some sort of slipcase for the, the, the three books. Because I'll tell you what, those three books... If you do three different SKUs, they're going to be a hard sell if you sell out of the core rule books. You know what I'm saying? It's like if you, if you don't sell all of it at once, you're kind of stuck with, with supplement books quite a bit. Um, so I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they do some sort of slipcase for, for the three books. Um, just going over the, 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 the pledge levels for $30, you get all three books. That's ten dollars a book. That's pretty great. That is a super good deal, if you ask me. I don't know. That's seven hundred pages of content plus for thirty bucks. For sixty dollars, you can get all three of the PDFs plus the core rulebook and some dice. Okay. I I I love these dice. These dice look great. Right? I realize that they are. A Basically a proprietary dice system, um, which I know a lot of people uh, shy away from. But they're D6s, so they're easy Don't enough they... to substitute if you need to. Yeah. Don't and... they make poker dice? Can you? Like, I thought I, I thought poker yeah. dice were a thing. 
Yeah, yeah you can, yeah. but these are different. These are different a little bit, and then the there's mm. a G- die just for the GM. Well. That's true. Yeah, numerical. So yeah, probably some differences. But yeah. again, it's nothing you can't just. Use. They're beautiful. Yeah. They're so they're so simplistic and yet so good. They're very nicely um, designed. And of course, you get all the digital stretch goals with with uh, all these pledges. Um, you get a Mouse Rider pledge, which is one hundred and fifty dollars. You get the the exclusive case like thing that's really cool with the magnetic closure you get map you get the minis you get the gm screen you get the dice you get the pdfs um you it's get everything it's, everything it's, pretty much it's yeah. Everything. um yeah i i they're they're just they're just rocking it like for for like kind of a smaller publisher that, that just kind of get picked up by by come on and the art looks amazing. Uh, yeah, here here's here's your map. Tubber Tubber Dam. <laughs> and it's basically just a map of a tub. Like I think that's 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 hilarious. That's hilarious. It's in A3 format for our, our UK yeah. uh, our listeners. Um, and then they've, they've unlocked uh, they've unlocked some some character. Oh, I guess the cards are are, are Kickstarter exclusive. But again, this is all stuff that that isn't really needed. It's at not the table. needed, but not I, needed. But it's sure cool. I, I'm not gonna lie. Cool. Free League has spoiled me on the use of cards as roleplay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so like it's if you don't get the if good. you if if you pick up the non Kickstarter version of this. And someone you know has the Kickstarter version of this. You are going to have some serious envy. Yeah, you'll probably on. have you'll probably have some some like, to the point where you might even be a little bit annoyed at how little yeah. you got. <laughs> um. Yeah, I, I. So they've unlocked a lot more mysteries. Of course, again, another soundtrack that they unlocked with this one, which you know is fine. Um. I love that they're adding new mysteries, and I think a lot of these this this content that they're unlocking, I think it's already Italian content that they're just going to translate over to, to mm. US so, mm-hmm. or to English. So I, I think that that's that's in their favor. So I, I uh, yeah, they don't the, have to they don't have to create it; they just have mm-hmm. to translate it. Exactly, exactly. Uh, the golden lamination lamination on the cover of the book. That's awesome. I can't wait to do that to see that. Um, and then they've got all sorts of other. They got more maps. I just, yeah. I, I can't speak and speak highly enough of this Kickstarter. I didn't think I was going to love it as much as I do. I think I'm probably showing my hand as far as what I'm going to do with this, uh, with this uh, campaign, whether it's a backtrack or pass. Uh, but I am going to throw it over to Jason. Jason. What is your call on this uh, on this Kickstarter? It's absolutely gorgeous, and I see no major flaws in it. But there's not a chance I'm ever backing it. Yeah. Um, okay, that's honest. No one I know would ever play this. Yeah. As cute as it as cute as it is, this will not ever see the light of day. And as far as mining it for other avenues, I can't really see a lot. A harder of it. one to 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 mine. It's, yeah, yeah, it's, but. I mean, it looks absolutely gorgeous. I'm I'm not a big fan of of Come On, at all. But, I mean, this one's an easy pass for me. That's fine. That's fine. Uh, Joshua Edwards says this bro- this group did Broken Compass, uh, Broken Compass, which was equally brilliant. Yeah, I keep again. This is a that's a that's a thing that I keep hearing over and over again. Um, so, 
Um, who wants to go next, Amanda or Ben? Amanda, I'll let you go. What 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 do you think? If you had unlimited again, if you, if, you, if you had funds, you know, if you had a budget to to give to Kickstarters. So you know. I I mostly really like this. I think a lot. It's it's very beautiful production design. I like mm -hmm. the concept, and I like uh, a lot of what I'm seeing on it. There's a couple of things that make me go eh and give me pause, and would okay. train change this from a back to a track for me, right. where I just well. kind of want to see what develops. Sure. Um, partially, and part of this is, I'm sure some of this might be answered if I actually like read the quick start rules, which obviously I didn't read a hundred plus page document. Well, that's like the... 94, I think. I, I forget. Okay. <laughs> I didn't read like a hundred pages of quick start rules before the show tonight, but I, uh, don't feel super comfortable with these four, uh, classes of little people. The fact that the Slua are the only ones that don't look super European and they, they, their realm is called the Horde and it's in the basement. Uh, that's kind of uncomfortable. I don't like that. Uh, if that's something that's like addressed in in the game, then maybe that has like a, a if that's like explored and addressed, maybe that can be redeemed. I don't like it though; it makes me uncomfortable, and I don't like that everything is as far as all these little people go is so pretty. Because I want to be a horrible little gremlin. I want to be a brownie and <laughs> cause trouble and be disgusting. That, that's what I want. So, well, so, so the major setting is that, like, at one point, this house had a master and a family, right? And they left, and so now yeah, yeah. they're 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 like part of their being is to keep the house up for when the master returns. Mm, that's okay. that's that was what they right. Right, so right. like. That that that's the whole premise of uh, not the whole premise, but that's one of the aspects of the setting. I get it. I'm just saying that those things. So, like, I would I would track this and see what develops along my lines of reservations. Amanda's major content character will be. Are there any ugly ones? I like. I would like. I would like to be an ugly <laughs> one. I don't want to be a horrible creature. I would like to be the Please distasteful one. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> The other thing that they have about this, about each, each like species, has like a specific thing that like it's tied to. So like one of them, once they give their word, like that's that's it. Like that's they have to like honor. honor yes, they, they write their name. One of them, if they sign exactly. If they sign their name, like that's set in gold. That's you know they have to like abide by that. Otherwise, that'd be one of the reasons why. Uh, I well, not so much because I would never get it to the table. I have zero interest in anything to do with Faye. Like, at all. I have no interest whatsoever. <laughs> all right, Ben. Let's uh, let's get your tra back, track, or pass. Can I choose all three? Wow. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm kind of curious as to what to... I want it, but I don't want conflicted. it, and I want to keep an eye on it. So, Deeply conflicted. <laughs> I, I, I've stated this before, uh, when it comes to roleplay books and, and, and most media, I'm very much not good with PDFs. I don't like them. Sure, I sure. can't read well. I don't retain the information when I read PDF. I need a physical copy. Uh, so I would need to back this at a physical le level if I was going to back it. 
I like it way too much to back it at a physical level. The same same reason I had with 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 our first one. Um, I'm never going to play this, um, but I want it <laughs> and I want to read it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, if I had a friend who had this, I would be over at their place bumming the books off of them yeah, constantly just to read the um, setting. But, and yeah. so ultimately, uh, while I want to back. It's going to be a pass, which means I'm going to fall right in the middle because I'm going to follow this product um, and see where it ends up. Um, yeah. And hopefully uh, they do have uh, down on the bottom some, please email us for retail information. So I'm going to send an email tomorrow sure. at work yes. and see what happens with that. So, Yeah, yeah this is, I'll be honest, this is, this is one that I backed. Uh, this is one that I backed, uh, I believe, at the $150 level. Uh, just because I want the sweet, sweet slipcase metallic magnetic thing. And, you know, the minis are a nice perk too. Um, I like RPGs that do different things. Um, that, and I like the D, I like D6 dice pool systems. I mean, pretty much if your, your RPG has a D6 dice pool system, I'm going to look at it. I, I like the whole pairing thing. Um, I actually had an idea for an RPG at one point that 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 kind of fell in this, um, and then it uh, it had a couple different tweaks, and I ran it past a couple publishers and just to get ideas as to what they thought that like I could do with it, and so it's kind of neat to see someone actually be successful with. Uh, they stole your idea, Doug. No, 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 no. no. I, <laughs> I figured. I mean, there's so many brilliant people out in the world that, that, that it didn't surprise me that, that you know someone else thought of this this whole pairing and making triples and you know the, the more dice you match, the the better off your your result. I that was just something that, that that I had come up with, and it was just a matter of trying to figure out what kind of setting I wanted to use it with. I really like this. I, I like Two Little Mice um, as a publisher. Um, you know, come on. Whether you, you like what they do or not, they put out decent products. Um, whether or not the gameplay is there for their board games, that, that's, that's you know, Everything up to you to very, decide. Some people really pretty. love some of their games. Some people, you know, don't really like it. Um, but they make a lot of money. And they make really really nice looking miniatures for the most part um i'm really excited to see their rpg arm grow um i think that if anybody in this industry can you know grow and put out solid products and 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 make some really cool games they've got a lot of ips they've got some really really cool board game ips that i would love to see made into RPGs. Um, and hopefully this is, this is one, of course, this one isn't tied to an RPG, uh, isn't tied to a board game, but I hope that this shows them that, you know, Hey, there are, there is an RP, a strong RPG community out there and let's really kind of hit it hard. And, and I'm excited to see what this team has, has to offer um, going forward. I, I think I'm that, envious yeah. of the group of friends that, are all in on this kind of thing. <laughs> right. I really am. I, w I wish I had that yeah. because I would happily jump on it. Yeah. But yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I think it's, it's cool. And uh, it's just the first step for, for uh, come on to, to just kind of, of course, like I said, they did the Zombicide Chronicles, which again, 
we, we featured that on the show. It was a lot of fun. It's very zany, very crazy. Of course, it's very much that's kind of the whole thing with, with Zombicide. Um, I would love to see a Zombicide uh, Black Plague RPG ver- variation. Um, I'd love to see the others as an RPG. I'd love to see just a whole bunch of their, their titles as RPGs. I think that they could be really, really successful. And this one, I, I'm really, really cool. I, really cool. And, and I can't wait to see the finished copies because I think hopefully, hopefully they'll be really, really nice, uh, nice products. So yeah, that's a back for me. All right. Our last campaign. Wait, is one no. that, what's that? There's two. There's two left. Is there no. two left? No, there's no. just one left. We just, we kind of touched on one briefly. We did? Yeah. I think there's one. Okay. I one, don't know. Two, three, Whatever. Four, what are we doing five, next? Is... So the last campaign that we're going to talk about. Oh yeah. You did skip one that I was expecting us to do. Oh, that's all right. That's fine. We're, we're coming up on time. Uh, it's a fair. game that I didn't even see launch that I came across the other day. And I'm like, how the hell did I miss this one? Seriously. And evidently, this is a follow up RPG. <laughs> this is a follow up RPG to one that, that, that launched in 2020. What? 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 This is Julian K's Mutants in the Next. This is, I believe, an updated version of a very popular Palladium RPG that dealt with mutants, mutant reptiles that knew martial arts. And they were about adolescents, right? Yeah, mutant adolescent reptiles that know martial arts. And not only that, but it has Sophie Campbell, which it has uh, Sophie Campbell doing the art. Yeah, is that a polar bear? That is a polar bear, yes. <laughs> so Sophie Campbell, if you are not is very well known comic illustrator. Apparently to Amanda. <laughs> um, uh, she she's another SCAD alum, so I actually uh, like ah. have know her like through other people, a very loose acquaintance. But I followed her work because it was like, Oh yeah, we met at a couple of events a couple of times, but also her work is flipping amazing. It is. So it's, it's like, it's oh, great. I need to watch all the things that she does because they're always amazing <laughs> she's also worked on this little property called teenage mutant ninja turtles she has yep um so yeah i mean we're not gonna say that that has anything to do with this pro- this project but it might be adjacent a little bit all right what it might be adjacent to what what about me <sighs> So adjacent. Adjacent. Still said my name. So this is actually (laughs) adding more content to a previous book called uh, Mutants in the Now, right? Yeah, Mutants in the Now and then Mutants in the Next. So you can actually get Mutants in the Now on uh, Indie Press Revolution, which I might even just go back and maybe order a copy because I'm kind of impatient like that. Um, we know. <laughs> I know. I know. Um, it's it's a, a soft cover book. I think if you are 
uh, fans of the old RPG, or if you're just fans of any kind of mutant reptile martial arts. Doug, just say it for IP. crying out loud. You're you're choking on it so hard. <laughs> I know, I know. Um, I think that this is this is a, an RPG for you. This is a, a campaign for you. 120 page soft cover book. Um, it's it's fairly affordable. It's got some amazing art because, like we said, Sophie Campbell's working on this. <laughs> I love that there's actually a title called That Art, though. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you've got that going for it. You've also got uh, Fabio Fontes. I I don't know. Yeah. Uh, so so like I guess that... he was the pick for the first for the first book, Mutants in the Now. Yeah. So they got Sophie Campbell and on this one. Some of these are, you can tell which which ones are from who. Yeah, yeah, which is fine. They're, they're, they're you know. They have two, like, uh, what two styles that mesh well together, but are very obviously not the same person. Exactly, exactly. Um, so with this one, it says, many backers requested humans becoming zoomorphic in addition to animals becoming humanoid. So now that's what they're, that's kind of what they're adding to this uh to to this uh supplement um yeah it's just strange and weird and i think that <laughs> and wonderful wonderful i it's got some great you know people that are get, acknowledging it and saying that it's it's a lot of fun and you know if you want a zany game to play at a convention i think this is definitely one of those games that you just kind of pick up and play this is one of those um, games where you want to put like a a bag of like 100 professions and a and then another bag of like 150 monsters in an, in two separate bags and just scramble yeah, around inside grab one out of each and be like here's your thing go <laughs> just go yeah um let's let's go over the pledge levels real quick uh the 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 basic pledge level is fourteen dollars for the PDF. Uh, you get the the playtest access, so you actually get to kind of play it out a little bit as well as as, as in development. So, so I'd be curious how, as to how far in development this is. Um, but for fourteen dollars, you get the the PDF. For twenty three dollars, you get the the uh, a digital book and you get a commu com community contribution uh, of now and next, which is great. Uh, and you get the playtest. Uh, for 23, you get the Super Mutant, which is the digital book of Mutants in the Next, and the physical uh, book of Mutants in the Next, plus you get to playtest it. Uh, it looks like the estimated delivery date is December of this year. Uh, for $28, you get the digital book, uh, digital both digital books, so you get Mutants in the Now and Mutants in the Next, so you get all Which is up. pretty great, yeah. Yeah, so for That's $28, so for $14 a piece, you get both digital books, and you get to playtest this this and the estimated delivery date on that is October 2022. Um, for 33, you get a digital book, physical, uh, digital and physical book, and community copy uh, of now and next. And for 37, you get digital book, digital book, and uh, uh, community contribution. For $40, you get, this is like a retailer option, which is really cool. Nice. You get three 
of the physical books of Mutants in the Next and three digital books. Um, and then for $46, you get the digital, both digital books and both physical books. Bless your um, I think that's, oh, no, there is a $55 option, which I think, yep, yep. Uh, where you get uh, digital books, both digital books, physical book, and community contribution of both, both books for $55. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'm, 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 you can probably guess where I'm going with this one, but uh, <laughs> Jason, what, what are your thoughts on, on uh, mutants in the next back track or pass? I like this style of um, of animal hybrid human kind of thing, gameplay better than what Free League did with it in Mutant Year Zero. I really do. So, okay. I mean, yeah, this one isn't really a something that my group would play either, unfortunately. So, I'm it's not an immediate back from, but it's certainly a track. Um, at a PDF level, it's I think it's well worth a purchase. Honestly, it doesn't it doesn't beg for physical, like well, it doesn't offer a lot of physical rewards. So, I mean, as at a PDF, it would be pretty easy to play this. And like I said, it will be super easy to come up with monsters and professions and like sure. it'd be a fun uh, game, to, a fun intermediate game, like to palate cleanser between other yeah, games. I think. Yeah. I, I could see myself like getting together at a convention and be like, hey, let's play uh, Mutants in the Now or Mutants in the Next or whatever. Like, mm. Let's play that, that zany mutants game. Uh, Amanda, what about you? What uh, back, track, or pass? Back. I love it. All right. I love it. Very cool. Big, ridiculous right. animals. Right. I, I, Great yeah. art. It's so much fun. Sure, sure. Uh, ben, back, track, or pass? I like the look of that retailer pledge. It is what a retailer pledge should be. Good margin for the retailer. Uh, a low quantity of books uh, for the initial buy-in. So smaller stores can get in on it. And bigger stores can obviously go go large if they want to. Uh, yeah, I think, this is a, I think this is a back. Yeah, I, I am surprised. I, maybe I saw the first Kickstarter when it came out in 2020. Um, but maybe it just flew past me or something. I, I it doesn't stick in my mind at all. A Kickstarter managed to get past you. I How know. Does that I know. <laughs> right. I love this. I love the look of it. I love the zaniness of it. I love mutants just in general. This one I backed at both books just to get them in. Um, and I might even go on to any indie press revolution and buy a, a mutants in the now book just so that I can get it in, in and read it ahead of time. Um, I think it's cool. I, I think it's fun. I do. I think you're going to play a lot of this. Probably not. Do I think that it would be fun to get friends together and play this as a, as a one evening shot just yeah. to kind of do something goofy. Absolutely. That alone I've paid so much more for board games that I've just had that type of experience <laughs> with to just have this type of uh, RPG. Uh, if you ever I wanted to do an RPG of Street Sharks, here you go. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, Street Sharks, Biker Mice from Mars, like all of those zany, 
you know, 80s or early 90s uh, cartoons that kind of were rip-offs of, of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, I think you could do, do pretty well with this with this game. Um, plus, you know, it's an independent, you know, this, this is somebody that's just putting their, their heart and soul into this game. And, and uh, it's nice to see, you know, someone like Sophie, Sophie Campbell can just kind of hop on and, and provide art for it. And, 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 you know, I think that says a lot, you know, and, and I'm glad that uh, they were able to collaborate. Um, I'm glad that uh, this is a thing. I, I don't know if it's hit its funding goal. I can't remember. I know that the funding goal for this campaign is a little bit higher than the last one. It's just under its can under its funding goal by about two thousand dollars, but it's got eighteen days left to go. So uh, it's got close to five hundred backers. Not quite five hundred backers, but uh, if you are listening to this and you love zany '90s anthrop anthropomorphic what, what do we call it anthropomorphic anthropomorphic uh you know cartoons i i think you know i don't think you can go wrong and uh maybe you pick up the the mutants in the now uh on indie press revolution and and or the pdf and uh you know you you back the mutants in the next uh, just to kind of follow up on it later on i don't know you can let me know in the comments if it's something that uh, you you would dig because I, I think it's it's cool and I'd love to see it become a reality and see more of this. So that's all we got. We're almost at 90 minutes. That was that's, our first that's episode. That's what we got. That's the thing. Did I miss the whole section where we were talking about Brindlewood Bay? Oh, we were going to talk about Brindlewood Bay. Oh. That's why I was confused. Uh, <laughs> but then we didn't. Sorry. Yes, let's 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 actually bring that up real quick because this is a game that is from the gauntlet. I, I can tell you right now, it's going to be a pass for me, only oh, because only be only because I would have no one to play it with again. Aww. Let's let's just bring it up real quick. Um, Conceptually, I'm in love with podcast. it. <laughs> Or the gauntlet gaming community this is uh you're basically it's like a mashup between golden girls and cthulhu yeah i guess that's kind of yep. uh, what you would call it it's cosmic <laughs> horror for the geriatric <laughs> um the setting it sounds pretty funny it's got almost you know it's got over 5700 backers 300 and Fifty-six thousand dollars. Got seven days left to go. Yeah, they're they're crushing it. It's ridiculous. Um, you can get the digital pledge for twenty dollars. You get both the uh, both books, which actually isn't that bad. Um, you get uh, the physical hardcover book in both PDFs for thirty-five. Sixty-five dollars gives you both hardcovers, both the uh, PDFs, and all the stretch goals. Uh, Ninety dollars gives you uh, a cookbook hardcover. Plus the two hardcover books in the PDF. Um, and then looks like they have uh, a really super <laughs> exclusive $500 tier where uh, you get two online game success, uh, sessions. You get to create a su suspect, a wax sealed invitation, uh, you know, all the hard, all the books and everything. Um, if things. you are a fan, if you're a fan of uh, golden girls and Cthulhu, then, then this is uh, something that 
you might be interested in backing. The art looks kind of kind of quaint and, and fun like, as well. Like Jack just said in the chat, murder she wrote plus Lovecraft. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Jessica Fletcher fights Cthulhu. <laughs> Brind- Brindlewood Bay. Let's let's give uh, Jason already gave his. his I would uh, love I would love to play this game because it would be hilarious. But I got nobody to play it with. <laughs> this hits too close to home. Said my gray hair. I love that <laughs> uh, uh, Amanda, what uh, what is your uh, what is your back I, path or track? I want it so bad back. Yeah. It's okay. so it's so cute. I love it. So ben, cute. Ben, back. It, it's, it's murder she wrote and 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 miss golden girls it's it, it it's a back but i'll tell you the real selling point was uh the fact that it's powered by the apocalypse but it uses the carved by brindlewood mystery system so even the person running the game doesn't know how it ends awesome oh, throw me into it that's pretty neat that is very cool like um, if this... i can be surprised at the end of running something yep awesome love it yeah this this is one where I back at the PDF level just to kind of see what it was all about. Um, I know that the Gauntlet Gaming community has put out other has had other Kickstarters. Um, I think they still are in the process of wrapping those up. Um, I think they're pretty much printed. I, I, they just need to get shipped. Um, of course, we all know, like I said, the uh, the, the worldwide shipping the and the situation the way it is. It's not too surprising there. Um, yeah, I, this this is a community that. You know, just likes to make games, and I, I'll give them a little bit of funds to to just even just get the PDF. Uh, whether or not it'll, you know, I, I want physical copies of this on my shelf, eh, but I would like to actually read it and see what the rules are about. And maybe maybe this will, might be one like like Die, where I back it at the PDF level, and I'm gonna regret not getting the uh, the physical <laughs> book, and and I'll get might get it later on. So, yeah. Honestly, uh, I think anybody who backs a PDF does have a little bit of regret for not getting physical once they see the product. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. So, all right. That is finally going to do it for our first episode of Back, Track, or Pass. Uh, if you enjoyed this session, please hit that like button down yeah. below. Let us Amanda's know. got it. We need to come up with some kind of like hand motiony thing. Like, oh, yeah. Track or Pass. <laughs> yeah. Back. I don't know. We'll we'll, we'll let, figure let it us, out. Let us know in the comments what uh, what uh, what what we should do. Uh, I enjoyed this. What I hope this can be something that we can do on a regular basis, maybe every few weeks or something. Uh, it's not like there it, aren't more than five Kickstarters that yeah, come out exactly, every week. Exactly. <laughs> uh, let us know in the comments if you enjoyed this uh, this episode as well. Uh, let us know if you backed any of these Kickstarters too. Uh, we'd love to to know your thoughts as to what you thought. Or maybe you pass on one, and, and you can give your reason why. We we'd love to hear that too. So, we could I, do flavors of of pop hearts. We we could, but I think we're just going to do back pass or track. <laughs> no, or no, I mean back, we could do the as back track or pass. No, no, we're not going to do that. <laughs> That's going to do it for this episode. I want to thank everyone that joined us in the chat. Thank you so much for being here with us. We do these episodes just for you, and thank you to everyone that's listening to the audio podcast. I want to thank Amanda. Ben, Jason, for being a part of this. I'll also remind you that this show is sponsored by Black Moon Games. So if you would like to pick up any gaming items, go check out shop-black-moon.com and uh, check out their online store. That helps uh, support uh, that store and uh, 
help support our show as well. That's going to do it. Thank you so much for joining us. It was chaotic, but it was so good. We will see you all next week. I'm headed to AC Gaming Days at 6 o'clock in the morning, so I got to go sleep for a few hours and hop on a plane. Have fun. See you all next week. Thanks so much for watching this video. Uh, if you would be so kind, make sure you hit that like, comment, and subscribe, all the YouTube jazz that we're supposed to do here. Uh, it really is greatly appreciated. And if you'd like to support us more, uh, you can uh, check us out on Patreon. Just go to patreon.com backslash victorykinditiongaming.